Okay, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. And I've been listening to 610 since back in the 80s. This is the best combination for afternoon drive time sports radio I've ever heard. Show, Clint, you guys got it going on, man. I really appreciate your show. Best hair at the station, this entire show right here. React to that. Clint, you can put your toes up in the river, my man, and pop that cord right. I love beer. Hey, gentlemen. A show and Clinton show. I love your show. You guys are great. We're the three best friends that anyone could have. Somebody out there listening right Ooh, now. Yeah. yeah, don't do that. Is that Mike Hot, Tyler? I'm going to kick your ass, Tyler. I'll tell you <laughs> what. You're talking all that, man. What's up? How y'all doing, man? <laughs> <laughs> Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Q-Blade. Ah, The Drive is live and in color on a spectacular Monday. Come on. Let's do it. Let's do it, man. Fresh off the cookout. We'll talk to you about that a little bit later on in the show. Get our thoughts. Both our first times, and I did think of you, Tyler, while I was there. Um, so uh, we'll, we'll get to that a little bit, a lot to get to today. But Pinocchio got his start today. <laughs> can we, can we? Pinocchio. Can we huh? call him that? Is that a fair one? I just don't think Forrest is real until he's actually steps on the field. In, in Minute Maid or a uh, Major League Ball in, in the bigs, huh? In the bigs, like, like, you know, real game action. I'm a real boy. That's well, right. Pinocchio. That's right. Pinocchio gets a start. Tyler, do you have what he did today? Do you have it all what what, what uh, Pinocchio did today? Because this is this is big. His first start, baby. Gotta have it. Gotta have it. Forrest Pinocchio Whitley. I do. <laughs> if you ain't got it, show got it. Sean Pendergast. Uh but I said it went well in the first inning. Tyler, 12 pitches, a single, a K, no runs. How did he fare? Still giving giving me some puppet vibes. I don't know if he's a real boy. What did he do today? I got him at two innings. Two-run homer he gave up in that second inning. Damn it. Mm. Young man by the name of Peyton Burdick. Oppo, two-run homer on him. Uh, so we end up uh, throwing 35 pitches, two innings, uh, 24 of them were strikes, two earned runs, uh, and a couple of hits, Ian. All right, Ian. Uh, <laughs> I'll be Ian. I've heard some pretty good things about him. <laughs> uh, a couple of uh, a couple of couple of hits, two run homer, uh, and I saw someone as as Sean reported this said underneath, yeah, he was working on the splitter. Uh. I'm a real boy. Clint, I don't know about you. I feel like if I if I'm Forrest, man, I'm I don't know unless unless they're really pounding me to really focus on certain pitches. Yeah, I'm trying to get out. Yeah, look, I, I'm sure <laughs> uh, spring training. I, I'm sure they. I'm sure they're being serious. I'm sure he really was. Oh, but yeah. but I know I, I'm with you as an Astros fan. Like, like I I need I need Forrest to go out there and I need him to do what Dana Brown said and pop. And, and I I need Forrest. I need Forrest to today. take his ass out there and go go two scoreless innings. <laughs> there you go. That's you know, I take a single, but I'd, I'd prefer not giving up a two run bomb. I know it's spring training. I'm not going to overreact, but um, yeah, it is I, what I, it is. I'd be lying if I told you that when when Forrest takes the when he takes the mound, I, I I just need like we can work on things later. Like I need Forrest to get some confidence and just and, and not just survive. I need him to 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 get through two innings uh, confidently. Because of where we are, though, Clint is. Like, 
we have to take four seriously. <laughs> like, because right now, like, you know, obviously with Lance and not knowing how long he's going to be up, yep, but they're an yep. injury away from having to go down the list. And he's in that, him, Brandon Belect in that kind of scenario. So you just made the list. It is, I mean, I it is a the, serious thing. Of, like, we have to take this serious. Come on, Pinocchio. Look, I, I think that's the, the, what you just said is, is what makes it hard, very hard to stomach. Is like, if for whatever reason, and I know Dusty doesn't like to do this, but if, but if for whatever reason Dusty wanted to go to a six-man rotation. Well. Like, it, there is a legitimate right now. In fact, it ain't legitimate. Hell, like Brandon Belak would probably be the guy over. But, like, Forrest is not even at a spot where you'd go, all right, yeah. We, we feel good about we, what he's shown us that he he can go in and give us four. We're the, we're the world, defending World Series champs. We got, we got. what'd you say it was, the second best uh, lineup in, in, in Major League that's Baseball, what, according, to, according to those that know. Um you feel pretty good about the bullpen. You, yep. you know, hey, Forrest, you just just come up and just keep the train on the tracks, bud, in, in, a, in a six-man rotation if we need you to do it. I'm and, a real boy. And the reality of it is B-Lack probably be the guy they'd bump up. Got you. Yeah, B-Lack, you've at least seen him do it. Yeah. Obviously, Forrest uh, has the better stuff. Did you know Forrest got signed here and that Yuli Gurriel was not a part of the organization yet? <laughs> I did not know that. Damn. I heard Force been here a minute. For, if they say Force been, I heard, Force been waiting to pop for a minute, ain't he? I was driving. <laughs> I was driving to the gym, and I heard Adam Spolane say that this morning on Pain and Pendergrass, and I almost drove off the road. He got here prior to you. Uli Gurriel. He said Uli wasn't in the organization. I'm a real boy. He said the first day that uh, when he was drafted, uh, Alex Bregman went one for two in Double A. I don't, I don't know why in the hell Spolane has that has that that uh, has that down. But it sounds good. I, I trust him. But man, he's been out here a long time. But uh, yeah, you know, we'll see. First one, first inning, good. Second inning, a little struggle. But Old Forest gave up uh, two uh, uh, two runs today. Uh, gave up a homer opposite field. Maybe we'll see he's how a little rusty. It, we'll see how it goes. We'll actually talk to Sean Pendergast, who was out in uh, Fort Myers. Uh, we'll actually, uh, or West Palm Beach, excuse me, we'll actually talk to him coming up at 440 to get his thoughts actually seeing him. Show a couple of others on, uh, I'm looking at the Astros game notes, and yesterday's recap it featured some pretty prominent names. Right-handed pitcher Jose Urquidy made his first start of the spring. Two innings pitched, three hits, one earned run, a base on ball, three strikeouts. Urquidy. Yeah. That's what you want to see right there. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. Right-handed pitcher Ryan Presley, one inning pitch, one run, one strikeout. Um. Right-handed pitcher, your guy, Hector Neris. One inning pitch, no runs, one strikeout. And uh, a guy that, I'll be honest with you, I don't I, – I mean, we talk a lot about Hunter Brown, but but based off of last season, the guys in, in not just the starting rotation, but the overall pitching staff, a guy that is right there with Hunter Brown in terms of the level of, of excitement and probably ahead of him in terms of how important he could be for this team, Brian Abreu, one inning pitch, no runs, one strikeout. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see with him if that was, if that was him just getting hot. To about, to about Abreu last yeah, year, yeah, yeah. If that him getting yeah. hot or he's going to come back. It, it was and do that. Show again. it was all. Was, it, it was awfully convincing. It was because, but we we we've watched him and we've never seen him be that consistent in terms of his command. I I'll be honest, and, yeah, and, never. I've never like at, at the. I got but he has me. We got to a point where. Last few his last few appearances, I mean, 
It's who I was asking for. Yes. You know, I was like, like, like oh, not- God, they're going to put they're going to put this guy <laughs> yeah. that just gave eleven million dollars to. They're going to put Montero in first. Like, come on, man, let's get a Brayu in here. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. So it'll be interesting to see yeah. see what he does in year two, uh, and if he can continue to be that consistent. Like, because I've heard we've heard people talking about him in the starting rotation. Let's let's see if he can get this this uh, eighth inning thing down or this seventh inning thing down for uh, for a year before we before we run there. So. Uh, Oh, Tyler, you didn't hunt it down Forrest? Can we hear from Pinocchio? Let me hear let me hear what Pinocchio had to say after his uh after his start today. Surprisingly normal. Um I think getting over that adjustment period last year in AAA really, really helped today. Um and then also just all the preparation that I did this off season um really made today go by really really smoothly, I thought. Um so I was happy with it. All right. There you mm-hmm. go. I'm guessing he feel it like in terms of how he feels, like the health thing with him and and everything that that just has to be uh, what he's talking about. Good, we'll see. First start, you know, he completed two innings through thirty-five pitches, and uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how it happens. But like we said, it, it, it's becoming a little bit more serious because there may be a real need for. Well, it's it's so hard to it's so hard from from here and just as a fan to know. Hey, maybe who was it last year, Tyler, that kept telling us? They, the whole spring training, there was somebody that was. They kept saying, "Oh, he's working on a pitch." He was somebody. I can't remember who it was. May have been Framber. Somebody was getting was just getting. And it wasn't a Framber because I don't remember. But anyway, it was just one of those where, oh yeah, he's working on this pitch, or he's working on this, or he's working on that. And you're like, is is he really working on those things, or is he getting shelled? He's and y'all don't want to know yeah. about it. <laughs> it's just so hard as a fan to know, like, okay. What the plan is. You know, if it. he's really working on a certain pitch, then so be it. And, and it sounds from the tone in his voice, it sounds like he's not real worried about it. But, um, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll keep an eye on him and keep you posted. Sean, Sean, Sean had uh, he, he, boots on the ground. Sean was literally there, so he'll have a little better, l- little better insight into what the heck's going on. From the trailer wheel and frame text line, do you want Forrest to work for us, or are you rooting against him? I can't tell if you're rooting against one of our starting pitchers. No, I'm not rooting against him. I just don't believe that he's real until he shows up. That's just where I am. I'm a real boy. Well, look, I, I mean, I'm. I think he's gonna pop. Okay. I mean, I'm. I'm. I'm the here. Astros I, may, I got the it. Astros I, may need him to. Yeah. No, they don't. May. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They. They probably need him to. Um. Well. Yeah. I, I, I'm pulling for the young yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. I want him to to reach his dreams. I just don't believe it's real until it happens. All right. Uh, as the draft nears, the combine gets started this week, Clint, and now the reports are out. As uh, the Chicago Bears, who of course have the number one pick, uh, Adam Schefter, ESPN reports this: the Bears are all already have been approached by multiple teams about trading their number one pick, their number one overall pick, and Chicago is said to be leaning toward moving the number one pick, and it looks like it is for sale. There have been a lot of reports potentially that they could look at Bryce Young and look to try to move Justin Fields, but it looks like. Reports from Adam Schefter is they're leaning toward moving the pick and they're fielding calls. Clint, I know a lot of people, excuse me, may not fan this way or feel this way. For me, though, I always want my team to be aggressive. I want my team to try, like if they like to go for it, especially when we're talking about quarterback yeah. and how important <clears throat> that is. Like I, like for me, I would, if you if I were a San Diego Padres fan, I would love it. I mean, they are uh, ultra aggressive. I mean, just spin it. Now, I'm sure it's going gonna, it's gonna to come to roost at some point. 
but I don't care. Like, I, if I'm a fan, I love it. And there are some fans that look at it like, oh, no, 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 we don't want to give up that. But, like, for me, I, I hope the Texans are one of the teams that have been, that the Bears have fielded calls for. Like, I hope that there is a quarterback that they look and they say, damn it, we really, we, we really like this kid and want him. I hope they're being aggressive here. Well, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I hope they're being aggressive. And I hope, to me, I hope they're being smart, right? I mean, which, which this. Now, sometimes. Not being aggressive is smart. Well, yeah, but but no, like like I, I think I think Nick is, and this is why it's so difficult to kind of gauge where the Texans are in this in this quarterback conversation. I mean, Nick Nick is going to make sure that that they are in the middle of the will the Texans move up? Can the Colts jump the Texans? Like it's in the Texans' best interest whether they really want to or not is to lead everybody to believe that they're willing to make a move to go from two to one to make sure that they don't get jumped, even if they're trying to just force Indy to give up more than they need to to Chicago to make that jump. Regardless of why, the Texans need to be in that conversation. And and that's – I am – I mean, I'm pretty confident that Nick, if he hadn't already, you know, put them there, that he will before it's all said and done. Now, I don't look at that and go, okay, that means he wants Bryce Young. Boy, he really wants yeah. him bad. Boy, he's being aggressive. Now, I, I don't – I think the smart thing to do is to be in the middle of that conversation whether you, you really mean it or not. Yeah, because, uh, cause I like honestly, I like it. It would be hard for me to see Nick and company, Nick, and then the the, the offensive staff they're bringing, which kind of has a lot of the Forty ers kind of feel to it. Them saying, "We gotta go. We gotta move heaven and earth." Because you move from one to two, you're gonna have yeah. to give up a good amount to go up there to get that. Like I, 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 it would be hard for me to see their mindset thinking that way. Their mindset saying, "We gotta get him." I would be, I would be through the roof if they did. I'd be through the roof if, like, I know some people would be like, "God, what the hell do they give up?" But if I heard the Texans are trading up with the Bears, I'm like, they may be wrong on this, but they are aggressive. They got their guy, and they're, and they're going, going and they're going to go get, and not not their guy as a defensive end, their guy as a quarterback, and they they want to get him. I know we messed up by winning that last game. I know we. But we're we're going like I would I would like that. Now I don't know that they will. It'd be hard for me to see them because I think their offensive staff feels like they can get something out of a lot yeah. of different type of quarterbacks. But, but well, damn, I, I, think, I would love. That. Look, it'll it'll make you sick as a fan knowing you you won that last ball game and and you know it screwed things up and it ended up costing you. But but ultimately, I mean, from from a business perspective, the the business side of doing football is like again, at some point, you gotta you gotta quit looking in the rearview mirror, you gotta quit digging, and you just got you gotta move forward accordingly. And so, if they find their guy, if they if they they tab one of these quarterbacks as the guy, as I've said before, I just don't believe. So I, I'm sorry, I, I just I absolutely hate when I hear, like I well I just I hear people say, oh well if. If the Colts or the Bears, if they, you know, or whoever, the Carolina jumps up and they take Bryce Young, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be just disappointed if my team ended up with C.J. Stroud. Yeah, you would. Yeah, you would. I mean, like, like there's not, and I'm like, there's nothing against C.J. Stroud. He may end up being the best quarterback in the bunch. I'm just saying, like, if if several teams, Carolina, Indy, and even Chicago, are entertaining jumping to one. They're not jumping to one because there's two great franchise quarterbacks. They're in jumping this. to one because they there's got, one. Yeah, and we're all on the same page. Now these guys, these guys obviously aren't aren't Trevor Lawrence. They're not Andrew Luck. They're not Peyton Manning. I get that, 
but there the odds are is there's hell the odds are there's not even one but let's be honest if there is one guy out of these four that are that are like hey we got to go to one to get him the odds are there's not two of them and sitting at two the Texans are just going to catch the next best guy that's the part that really just gets under my skin i that, that that's the part that scares me this is for you and i think a lot of people have said they don't see this as a one and one a kind of quarterback class no like we we had we said it. Daniel Jeremiah, Daniel Jeremiah, NFL Network said on his podcast, it's uh it's Bryce and the other three guys. Yeah. Like, and I think that's that's the feel a lot of people are getting. All right, coming up. Speaking of Bryce and the combine, Bryce isn't throwing, but is he the only quarterback? And the Texans really need to see these guys. Is he the only quarterback that's not throwing at the combine? We'll tell you about that coming up next. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, uh, combine, uh, combine is coming this week. Tyler, I know tomorrow, the next two days, a big day uh, on the station for Nick Casario and uh, D'Amico Ryans over the next two days. Uh, when, when, are, when can the people, because I know we're going to carry them live right here on Sports Radio 610, Houston sports leader. What time is Nick tomorrow? Nick Casario will be speaking at 1045 in the morning tomorrow. Okay. So he'll be on In the Loop 1045 Wednesday or Tuesday tomorrow. And then Wednesday, D'Amico is at noon on In the Loop. And they will be carrying those live. So uh, so make sure you're listening. Saturday is really the big day and the big day. Uh, not the only day, but the big day that a lot of people hear are, are really looking at because that's the day that the the quarterbacks get to throw and participate. We've already had it announced, Clint, that Bryce Young will not throw. Uh, he is going to wait till his pro day. But C.J. Stroud, uh, and then from my understanding, Will Levis, Richardson, the other quarterbacks, uh, they will throw. Everybody but Bryce Young will throw. And Clint, to me, it's not surprising. Uh, the only thing that is a tad bit surprising and I actually I give the kid big credit for it and I think uh I think that that it's kind of may mean something moving forward is I think CJ Stroud could have waited probably until his pro day but I do like the fact that he is looking to be on the big stage and and, and taking this pressure not to say that Bryce wouldn't I think it's just completely understandable why Bryce wouldn't but I, I I think that's a big deal to me that CJ is going to actually throw. Yeah, look, I, I could see I could see Bryce Young, uh, I could see all four of these guys actually bowing out of the throwing. If we're being completely honest, I it, it it's really yeah. Look, I, I will never I will never fault a guy or 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 look down on a quarterback, a prospect that has the kind of uh, of of resume that these four guys have. I mean, they're they're all you know they're different resumes. Obviously, I'm not saying they're all the same. I'm just saying they're 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 going to be early draft picks and there's nothing that they're going to gain in a combine setting where they're throwing that they're that they can't gain in in their with at their pro day um in fact you know i think the really the the thing that that would concern me um is, is the guys that have accuracy issues um Going and agreeing to throw with a bunch of guys that they've never thrown with, because because you're gonna miss. It's you've just, done this. That a, that a huge that a huge difference. Yeah, yeah. Throwing with receivers that you've never thrown with is a huge difference. Like everybody comes out of whether you're talking about a slant uh, route and 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 what angle they come out, how how deep they run the slants. Is in, in college do they run? Have they been working on running 
off of their third step or if they've been running off of four yards of depth. Like, totally different two slants. And then when they come out, what angle is it? Like, same thing on on like your 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 dig routes. Some 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 guys have are really good at squaring those routes in. Some guys want to round them in. So not I mean they can all do it, but some are better than the other. Some are faster than the other. And it's just a lot of times there's not a whole lot you can gain when you're throwing with a bunch of dudes that you've never thrown with before. Uh, odds are you're going to miss. Some of them you're going to miss significantly. And that could be a ding. Now C.J. Stroud, don't think it's a big thing at all. I think C.J. Stroud, one thing that I will not question is his ability to take the ball, take the the catch the snap, stand tall in the pocket, and accurately deliver uh, every throw on the field. I, I don't have one doubt that, that C.J. Stroud so you think can do C.J. That. will shine in this? Well, this I, yeah, be- I think he'll shine, and I, and I think if he misses, I think everybody will be like, oh, who gives a rip? Now, you get you get Anthony Richardson and Will Levis <laughs> out there, and they miss, it's going to be like, oh, these guys got accuracy problems, which they do. But you should expect uh, quarterbacks that are throwing with with a line of 15, 20 receivers, whatever the number is, and everybody runs routes differently, um, you, you should expect the quarterback to miss, especially on the routes where you're trying to anticipate. Um, they're they're going to ask these guys to anticipate the speed cutout route. They always do. Um, you know, you, you take that one step too, the, the receiver take that one step too far, a receiver, you know, if, if he kind of, if he lollygags out of his out, off the line of scrimmage, uh, if he comes out of that break higher than most guys, all of those things are going to throw your timing off. So you're going to anticipate to the sideline, and you may miss the receiver by two or three steps. You may be two, you may be two yards short or two yards, and it's it's all based off of the receiver, and it's going to look it's going it's going to look poorly on you. So uh, I don't think C.J. Stroud has anything to lose. Yeah. Um. So I don't. I'm I'm not. So if he misses some throws, you think you think. His res like his overall resume will will range. Look, I, look, I think I think there's some people out there that if Bryce Young and 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 C.J. Stroud threw, if they missed a couple of throws, they're gonna make a big deal about it because it's clicks and 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 boy, it's it's it's. But to the people who matter, anybody that knows what the hell they're talking about, if you go out there, you don't need to see ten or fifteen reps to draw any conclusion as as it relates to the accuracy of C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young. You've got 400 reps over the last two years of these guys accurately throwing the football versus all the different coverages at different levels of the field. Like you should hang nothing that they do throwing wise at the combine um, should should impact your 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 uh, evaluation of their accuracy. Now, I think I think C.J. Stroud has a lot to gain if he goes out there and shows that his feet are better. I think I think C.J. Stroud. If you watch his tape, if you watch games of, of C.J. Stroud, he drags his feet. Um, in today's game, there, there's a lot of guns, so the drops aren't a big part of of what they do at the college level. Um, and I think in, in order to show the well-roundedness, I, I think it would be in, in his best interest to be able to, you know, three, five, seven-step drop with great balance and, and, and not drag your feet. And I don't care how the game is changing. I don't care what – you know what team he go gets drafted by? Do, do they use those? No, it's not. It's not about that. It's about he. You gotta. You, you want to go out there and you want to put on display like I can do anything that you ask me to do because I have control of my body and control of my feet. It's not about well nobody. Don't worry about that. Nobody asked to do the five step drop or no, no. If you didn't do if you didn't do the three five seven much in college. Then when you get to the combine, you just you, you have the ability to display that over a month of work you you, you mastered it, 
right? If you did do it in college, then when the combine comes around, you've got an opportunity to show that you can do it in your damn sleep. I mean, and those are all very, very critical because it's not about like that specific three, five, or seven. It's more about a show. Give me a three-step. A show. I want the footwork to look like this on this particular play. It's it's me learning. It don't matter what I, what the hell I tell show to do. Show can do it because he's got great control of his feet, right? So it's less about the three, the five, the seven, and your system, and does it do it or does And it's more about body control. And I think C.J. Stroud has a lot to gain right there with, with that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Bryce, to me, his focus has to be the weighing part. The weighing in the interviews. That, to me, has to be yeah. the big part of the, the best part about, about Bryce, right, is that it doesn't surprise me he's not doing anything because if I'm Bryce, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drink two gallons of water <laughs> before I get out of the Uber at the Combine to weigh in. Emmanuel Sanders did that, reportedly. Emmanuel Sanders, the receiver. And gained. Well, I, did, I, I, didn't, I didn't read down to see how much he gained, but he, supposedly he drank two gallons of water for weigh-in. Held it in. Okay. But you think about it, two gallons of water, I mean, that's five, six pounds. Yeah. At least, if not more than that. I mean, how would you like to go throw on a full gut, right? Yeah, or run. <laughs> so, or, yeah, 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 or run. So I, I would imagine that he's going. I would imagine that he's going to be uh, sitting heavy, Bryce Young, that is at the combine, and throwing's going to be the last thing on his mind, which it should be. I mean, he's he's got because um, what he'll do is he'll weigh in at the combine, and then he'll skip weigh in at if the numbers right, he'll skip weigh in at his pro day. Pro day, yeah. So they ain't got to do. They, yeah, you know, they didn't avoid it being a problem. So. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I show I'm, 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 I love it, man. I, I, it's, it's hard to beat combine, combine day with, with guys like Anthony Richardson, Will Levis, CJ Stroud actually throwing. Um, and not because I like to ding those guys, but boy, if there's any, if there's great control of their feet, we'll all see it, man. If there's an inability to anticipate on routes, we'll all see it, man. If there's some kind of funky, like hitch in their, in their, their stroke, their arm, their arm, uh, the arm path. Then, then we'll see it, and and a lot of that stuff you can't fix. A lot of that stuff NFL teams they're not even try to coach it. So, um, we'll see, man. It's, it's it. I love watching them quarterbacks throw on at the combine. All right, a uh, another veteran quarterback is uh, is going to be available. Another one. This just happened here a couple of minutes ago. Another veteran quarterback could be available. Not sure if he's on the Texans uh, radar, but we'll see moving forward. And uh, something that the Astros can do to even, even make themselves even better that I hope they even give thought to. That's coming up next. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right. Um, here we go, Clint. Uh, the Washington Commanders got their new offensive coordinator in Eric Enemy, and they have released Carson Wentz. Eric said, "I ain't. I'm, I'm good. I'm good with Wentz. I'll take Taylor. Oh, wow. I'll take. I'll take the kid from uh, from North Carolina. Who I think they're they're going to give a lot of uh, Sam. Is this is Sam? Uh, is that his name? Sam, Sam? Howell. Sam Howell. Yep. They're going to give a lot of uh, real, give him real. And I'm not. I'm not banging the kid. Real Baker Mayfield vibes mm. with his style of play. Yeah. Before we before we pour one out for Carson, as you're doing here. <laughs> well, first off, like there's no chance he's coming here." Right, absolutely. Sure as hell better not be. No, there. I mean, nothing about him seems to fit anything that Nick and D'Amico would be about. So, but what is he going to do? Like, seriously, what is Carson Witt's going to do? He needs needs to call it up and just go and and, and just go 
whatever his second career is going to be, he needs to go and get into it. Oh, you oh you think he should just hang it up? Some yeah. real estate. Yeah. Oh, he could yeah. be a backup in this league at least. Maybe right? some insurance sales. No, but, no, but I mean, you're, you're talking about a guy that's not coachable. <laughs> you're ta- you're ta- I mean, you, you, you know you, that grinds Clint's gears. What's that? When someone's not coachable. Oh, it's, it's the very least you got you can be. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're not coachable, you you just it, it's we have no chance. Yeah, no use for you. Uh, no use, no use at all. Um, yeah, look, I mean, I, like, what, what's he? I mean, he is, he has, Damn, he, he has. Hang it up. I got he, no he use for to. you. Show he is. He has. How many years has he been in? Check that out, Cheryl. You got you, bro. You got the Eagles, the Colts, and now the Commanders. He has. He has whatever he's doing. Because it's not like he's he's going in and they're going. Man, I hope this works. I mean, Rivera, Ron, Riverboat, Ron met his ass at the front door. Man, love you, bub. Yeah, Come it, on in, man. And went at it seven years. I mean, he's yeah. Rod, Rod went up for him, and then hell, I think Frank lost his job with the Colts because he, <laughs> because he, he, he cost him. Yeah, yeah, he put he put his neck out. I ain't got no use for you. Did he was he only in Washington one year? Did he just back to back this thing? Yeah, yeah, oh just this God. past season. So he went Cully Lovey. He just back and, and, and both <laughs> he, went, he went in Indiana and in Washington. Damn, you wore out your welcome neck. Where do I go? That, that's the crazy. That's the thing that worries me more is about like he is just he is wearing his welcome out. He's not coachable. He, I mean, and when you've got a guy that's got that kind of body and that kind of skill set, you've got to be some kind of difficult to deal with to to just get pushed yeah. out the door. Like the last the, look, he's been kicked out of three doors, and they have had a foot in the middle of his back pushing him out. <laughs> Multiple, feet. multiple. <laughs> I mean, I Owie, Jalen, they was all yeah. trying to get him I mean, out of look, there. He can keep on it. I mean, Doug was he, fired trying to get him definitely out. Definitely gifted enough to to keep on keeping on. He strikes me as a, like a a Josh McDaniels type of guy would take a shot at him, but but uh, it, it, he's going to do nothing but embarrass but the himself. Star, the starting is over, right? Like you would think that's. Well, I don't know. So no, you're right. There's like, so many like, teams. What are the Raiders going to do? Like, what are the Raiders? You're right. Do? Like, what are the Raiders? <laughs> Damn, you're right. I mean, you look at God, look, just, just, just his luck. He'd get Devonte Adams with, with yeah, right, with that, Devontae right, right, Adams right. and Waller and them. But you know, you don't know how he and he and Frank Reich ended. Carolina obviously needs some help out there. They at, at nine in the nine in the draft. Arizona won't have a quarterback for for a couple of weeks. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. with his ACL. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, he could Tampa. What are they gonna do? There's no question he can hang on. And, and and probably start thirty two. Could he start? Probably, but I I, I think it's just gonna. I think he's just gonna get worse and worse. Things gonna go downhill. Yeah. That man said, "Hang it up." Whatever your second career. Whatever your second career is, man, go ahead and get started on that thing. <laughs> that's, that's what I. That's what I would do. Get you a head start. Years. Get you a head start, man. Yeah, whatever says. your wife, whatever business your wife's in, man, dump some money into it and get that thing really revving. Yeah. Yeah, I know he's maybe maybe it's a church he's gonna start. There you, really into, he's, uh, there you go. There you go. Somebody said, "Oh, Osteen makes about fifty-five million a year, man." Jumping, jumping there to Joel here. I, I don't know if he can pull that off, but boy, I mean, something. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I wasn't saying he's coming here. I, as I made it clear, I don't think he, he's coming here. I just don't know what the hell he's going to do. But yeah. you're right. You look at it. There are teams. Like I was just going to say, starting is over. Starting is over, but I don't know. Hell, the, the Bucks, the Raiders. There, are, there are several teams in here who. Uh, who are fighting it right now in terms of what are the Rams going to do? I mean, Stafford's coming back. Isn't he? Is he going to be healthy? Yeah, I think he's back. Okay, Stafford's coming back. 
Damn, Carson. You sure they ain't gonna try to ship Stafford up out there too? No. Jalen Ramsey's on the trade block. Jalen's on the way out. But he like Carson is that cat though that comes in and works out for you. And you see him throwing, he'll get you. Oh, talk to him. He, he he is the oh yeah because he can talk. He's the one where you could I you you've said it before. I believe that these coaches I could fix him. And I can fix that talent. He's only been seven years in the league. And, and look, you know, that and, and in there, that, that's it's a the NFL is. By the is way, a, I don't think the Texans, right? Or yeah, the, or any no, of those guys with that mindset. The NFL is such a crazy business, right? Because you, you got guys that think they can fix everything, and then you got guys that don't know squat. Like you, you I mean you, you? You got like literally. You're blank on you, there's it's it's a crazy when it comes to quarterback play. It's a it's a crazy. Um, just I mean, on, over here on this end, on this end of the spectrum, you got dudes that believe they can fix everything, and then you got guys that that really don't know. I mean, uh, the first thing about quarterbacking, and all of them, you know, feel feel like they they can fix folks. I I, I don't know. I I just I look at it and, and and say there's something that's holding this guy back, and it's not. It's, I don't His think it's ability. The, I was gonna say I don't think it's the talent or anything. No, no, it no, is. it's not. Now, now a part of it is he just he does routinely, like I was, I was watching. Like he reminds me of what Brian Billick was doing. I was watching the uh, the the Bullies of Baltimore, okay, the thirty for thirty, and Brian Billick was like, "Listen, we would have conversations with Tony Banks, and we would say, Tony, don't throw it here." If the defender is that, like, if they are giving you this look, don't throw it here. If they're in cover two. They're coming, don't throw it here. And by God, he come right out there and throw it right where we told yeah. him not. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said, man. We got to sit down. We got to give Trent a yeah. chance. It does feel like Carson does that. Carson comes out and does like, listen, let, let us protect the ball. Yeah. It's like the like he can't he can't stop himself. Yeah, which it, is it, why I think he would never be a thought here. Yeah, it, it it is it, it's wild to because you don't know what level of uncoachable a, a guy is, but once he's been pushed out, like he's been, he has walked into three franchises, been handed the keys. You're the guy. We are publicly, privately, in the locker room, and with our coaching staff. You are our guy. We are hanging our career on you. And with and literally less than half a season. I mean, he is he is wore his welcome out to a point where they're like, "Nah, thanks, man." Like, I'm gonna guess Frank ain't gonna bring him to Carolina. Ooh, so. man, I, that's what I'm saying. I, I wonder. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder what they're what you know if if he burnt the bridge, man. Yeah, yeah. Somebody didn't text him. Maybe slide into the XFL. He could really be the man in the XFL. Yeah, what a name he would be. Right now, I think the biggest quarterback name is AJ McCarron. Yep. He had a hell of a comeback week one. Yeah, didn't he? I watched. Yeah. I watched a little XFL yeah, rough. I watched a little roughnecks little last roughnecks, night. Yeah, a little roughnecks in Arlington. Yeah, got into it. Yeah. yeah. Who ended up winning that ball game? I, I, I turned it over. I, in the, I turned it off in the fourth, and uh, and, and the roughnecks were up uh, I three. I think they were up seventeen fourteen when I when I flipped it. I believe they won. I saw. Uh, I saw Wade. He looked happy at the podium. They, they were by far the better football team. There ain't no doubt about but that. But you never know with those rules in there. Any anything's liable to happen. Well, they they just turned the football over three times in, uh, in the in this in the first half. They turned it over three times, gave up an 11-0 lead. They they were rocking and rolling. Clearly, the better football team on both sides of the ball. And they just literally the kick returner, or punt returner, one of the two. I don't remember which one it was, but but he he turned he turned it over twice on on a return. Yeah. All right. Uh, we went to cookout this weekend. Listen, yeah, I, we I, I I I told you I had some. Uh, 
some some reservations and and Randy was solid. Randy uh Randy you can tell he is he has been in somebody's church. Randy Hauser. Yeah. Tell he's been yeah. in somebody's church letting it ride. Uh it was quite the scene, Clint. Um there were a lot of folks there. A lot of people, a lot of tents. Um I wasn't real thrilled about having to pay that twenty dollars. Mm. If you could have been there to if you could have been there to look at there is nothing I'm telling you, there is nothing. When you don't know what's coming and you get up in there and it's like, yeah, man, you got a twenty dollar cover to get in here. Whoa, hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? Especially when you feel like you got something here. And I think because I'm sitting there thinking, somebody there told us we gotta pay twenty to slide up in here. Right, right. Yeah. I must have missed that. I said that I beat you there a little bit. I said, you know, we gotta pay twenty here. And I knew you had four people. It was four of y'all. I'm uh-huh. like, y'all got to clean eighty to get it. It cost me. It cost me eighty dollars. It cost me eighty. I've been. Mean, you know the craziest thing about that? I got. We walked up. The lady's like, um, tickets, tickets. I said, we need tickets. She said, yeah. I said, how much are they? She said, twenty bucks. I said, well, here's my card. She goes, oh, we only take credit. Like some gal that I like standing. There, I mean, I looked around. There were several red polos, but I mean, it's like, who, who, who is selling tickets in 2023? And out amongst the crowd, and and doesn't uh, cash only. I said, "Oh, I said, well, hell, where do I go to buy them?" And she's because like, "There's people in those red shirts." No, no, I I didn't have no cash. Oh, I, I had to go. All, I had to go all the way to the, to the stadium. So there was some people in red shirts walking around, and I mean, they were trying to push me to go home. <laughs> no, no, they were lucky that I I had already do, I had already paid to park. <clears throat> they pushed me. I had to go. I had to get on. On uh, online and and put in all this information and then it then pay for it. Oh, I had to walk to the to the oh, where the wheel call was, was and and handed my handed the gal my credit card and and uh, and grabbed went in and grabbed eighty dollars worth. Yeah, look, I once I got to finally getting to this. Once I got to the bull tent, when I, once I got where I was going to the bull tent. Shout out to our sister station; they, they do, do a hell, of a, hell job of a job. The promo um, team is is or whoever puts that together. Oh, hell, it's I mean. stupid. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. Once I got there, come on, man, let your hair down a bit. But I ain't gonna lie to you, man. We 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 uh, grabbed a little dinner at Armadillo Palace. Big shout out, big shout out, TJ over at Armadillo Palace. Uh, great food, uh, great little after party too. Uh, if you hadn't been to Armadillo Palace, make sure you stop through there. That place, that the food is phenomenal. Pork chop, phenomenal. Uh, fried okra, phenomenal. Um, yeah, but but uh. So so we we uh we Ubered up from there, traffic like hell. And then we then we get out of the car, won't let us go any further on the opposite end of the stadium. And uh, you know, we jump up, we jump one of them old pedal pedal taxis. Had some good music on them bikes, Ooh, you know, on yeah, the, you on on the back. Oh yeah. And uh, you know, there's there's another, I don't know how much that was. I didn't pay for that one. And then uh then the ticket situation, and then you then you see the back of the bull tent, you don't know exactly how to get there. So it, I'm, I'm honest with you, it was it was it was a lot of work getting there, but once I got there, we had a time. Trailer will and frame text line. If somebody don't tell, show to stop calling the cookout. I'm gonna start saying cook. Start saying cook off. I'm gonna lose it. I apologize. You've been doing that for. He's only been doing that for about four days. Have I? Yeah, you were doing that last week too. You, How come nobody didn't say nothing? To you me? even typed it in the rundown that way. Did I? Not not today. That's last, probably last what week. I said. How come nobody said that to me? Because you were kind of flip flopping. You were you were calling that cook out, then cook off, then cook out. I thought you were doing it. it on purpose. No. Listen, I. Well, I think we did correct you a couple of times. If we're being if we're being completely honest, I don't remember honest. anyone. And then you went correcting. back to cook out. I don't so remember I just, anyone correcting. Listen, I fresh can fresh. fully, <laughs> as a, as an example, I can fully make myself look like a dumbass on my own. Y'all can at least tell. Okay, next time y'all have boogers sitting down in y'all noses, I'm not saying nothing boogers? to you. Next time you do, I'm gonna let you walk out to a bunch of people. Oh, damn, so- 
Are the Texans talking to the Bears? Are they one of those teams? We'll discuss that coming up next.